0: That's a Hard No,
1: the podcast about saying no and setting boundaries to become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. I'm Sarah Saunders. And I'm Heather Drago. For those of you returning, welcome back. We're humbled and happy you've decided to continue on this journey with us. A quick reminder, while Sarah is a licensed professional clinical counselor This podcast is in no way a replacement for one on one therapy with a mental health professional. If you are struggling with mental health issues, we welcome you on this journey, but also invite you to seek out professional help. Go to this episode's page on our website and click the link to find a therapist near you. Today, Sarah's going to talk to us about the importance of understanding love languages and how to identify your own love language which we briefly touched on during our recent conversation with Jamie Spear.
0: Hi, Sarah. Hi, Heather. So, How we feel love and how we show love is really important to understand. Dr. Gary Chapman is a well-known marriage counselor. He's a speaker, and he is an author of one of the most popular books. Some of you may have heard this book, um, The Five Love Languages, which has been a New York Times bestseller for over a decade.
1: Yeah. And actually, I just bought this book. So, you know, I'll have been married for uh, 25 years this spring. Um, But you know, it's always work. And having been going through this health situation, and, and in previous years, having had some like chronic health issues, like that takes a strain on a marriage. And especially when it comes to like division of labor and you know, just stuff. And so I, I caught, I heard a little bit about this book, and I picked it up, and I just started reading it. So I'm really excited to be talking about this with you. Absolutely. And
0: congratulations on 25 years. Um, I can't Justin, believe it. <laughs> Justin and I, um we just celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary. So you have a lot of wisdom and knowledge in regards to being married that long. When I work with clients, I actually often encourage them to think of how long they've been married like as as if it was the age of a child so kind of thinking Mm -hmm. like being married for 25 years you guys are 25 year olds in your marriage so like um, our brains finally developed and now we can begin (laughs) exactly exactly but it it, i think with that it, it helps give us grace you know during our mm-hmm. marriage. And, you know, even though we've been, you've been married 25 years, you're still figuring it out. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah. when I work with couples, more times than not, I hear my couples constantly saying, I just don't feel loved. And the partner is like saying, I love you, but it, but they're not showing Their love in the way that the person is receiving it. And so that is why understanding your love language is so important. So I'm just going to briefly kind of go through um, the five love languages that Dr. Gary Chapman talks about. So the first one is words of affirmation. Using words to affirm the other person. So you can speak the words, you can write the words, but it's communicating your appreciation for that person. Sometimes when I work with couples, I and someone's love language is worth of affirmation. I encourage them, you know, to send a text message or an email or leave a voicemail. You can even um, you know, get a thing of sticky notes and you can just leave words random places like on someone's mirror or um, on their favorite coffee mug or, you know, something like that. Just that visible or verbal um, w- words is is what a person with words of affirmation, that's how they feel loved. Receiving gifts is another one. Um, so feeling love through receiving a gift. It's not about how expensive it is how expensive it is, but it's the thought that counts. However, I often joke with couples that it's not just the thought that's left in your head that counts. (laughs) It's the gift that comes out of that thought in your head. Um, So if you start listening to your significant other, you'll begin to notice them saying things like, I really wish I had one of those. That would be really nice to have." Oh, gosh, you know, I really like that. Make a list of those things, not even just a mental list, but like physically write down a list of those things. Um, And it's not just gifts on like birthdays or anniversaries or holidays. You drop gifts along the way. And like I had said, it doesn't have to be expensive, but it's just the act of receiving that gift. Um, The third one is quality time. So giving the other person your undivided attention. And this specifically is a really hot topic right now because of all of the devices um, in our world today. So this can get a little confusing, but it's not about like sitting and watching a show together for people that truly love that quality time. It's actually about like making direct eye contact. No devices, no screens, real conversation, sharing life with one another. Um, people that I I talk with that this is one of their love languages, they really like, you know, taking a walk together, um, going out to eat or um, for a drive. It's really interesting because and I know we a lot of us, you know, haven't been going out to eat as much as we used to, but you will be able to see the difference between like a dating couple and a married couple at the restaurant. Because oftentimes, um, dating couples, like they're actually looking at each other, and they're talking and they're getting to know each other. Married couples at restaurants, they're just eating. (laughs) Like they're just, you know, trying to get in all that food. So really go back to that idea of, you know, asking um, your partner questions and looking at them and, you know, really engaging in that conversation. Acts of service is another one. So doing things for the other person that you know would really help them out. Cooking, cleaning, putting gas in their car, giving the kids a bath, getting coffee, changing the baby's diaper, grocery shopping, anything that lightens their load So there's that saying like actions speak louder than words. And this is one of those cases that actions absolutely do speak louder than words. Um, The fifth one is physical touch. We all know the power of touch. Um, If you think of, and specifically as a mom um, of a newborn, babies feel loved when they are held. So for those of you who, Physical touch is your love language. Um, It's really crucial. Hugs, holding hands, having your arm around, you know, um, having your arm around each other. Exactly. Uh, Mm -hmm. Even like a little, you know, squeezing your partner's butt or, you know, something (laughs) like that. Just like very playful. So um, it's just important to understand that each person has a primary love language. We can receive love in all five of these forms, but we have one specific love language that truly what I like to say fills our love tank on a very emotional level. The other thing that's really important to keep in mind about this is that it can change and shift based on the seasons that you're in. So for Heather, as you were talking about, you know, going through um, your healing process right now, your recovery, Mm -hmm. your love language right now may look different than it did
1: before you had cancer. I also think it's changed because now my children are young adults and it's so it's much different than when they were growing up and in grade school. And, you know, I just think. We constantly need to be revisiting this. And I think my husband's love language has changed and I'm trying to figure out what the heck it is. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think we're not like, we're not finished people yet. Like we're still evolving, Under growing and changing. Yeah. We're, yeah. And so, so yeah, that's why I got the book. I was like, okay, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's, and it's. I think it's gonna, I'm gonna read it and I'm gonna pass it on to him and be like, okay, buddy, <laughs> let's right? us figure this out. Um, yeah. Well, it's so funny that you
0: mentioned that because for those of you that, um, you know, listen often to our podcast, thank you for that. Um, but I've been sharing, you know, just some, we, I've been dealing with Tristan. He will be five months in a couple of days, but he went through a four month sleep regression that totally, rocked us sleep deprivation I am someone that needs my sleep so it was really tough and so the last few weeks Justin and I we really we were like two ships sailing in the night and um, I just noticed that we were getting short with one another more often than not we were just kind of butting heads. And so there was a couple of days that I started like sending him like a ton of text messages where I was just like, I just want you to know that I appreciate you when I hope you're having a good day and like doing these voice messages and all of these things. And then I like, I said to him like, Oh, did you get my message? And he's like, yeah, thanks. And I'm just like, wait a second. Like, And then I stopped and I was like, my love language is words of affirmation. So I started showing him love, how I wanted to feel loved when really I had to take a step back and realize his is quality time. And so he wanted me to put everything down, spend time with him. And so it's important Like I talked about in the beginning, it's important to understand what your love language is and what your partner's love language is so that you can show them love the way that they feel loved. And then you have to verbalize to them and you have to talk about what each of you needs in that relationship Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. they can then fill your love tank. Um, and there is a free quiz that you can actually take, which if you go oh, to our website, it will be in the show notes, um, but it's fivelovelanguages.com and then... um. Slash quizzes. And you can also go on to, Gary Chapman has a website, um, 5 com, And there's a... That's a number five. The number five, correct. And that will also be in on our website in the show notes. Um, but there's resources to help you like further strengthen your relationship. And he also has a podcast building relationships with Gary Chapman. He's a little bit old school, so it's more of like a radio type um, type podcast. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's really interesting.
1: Well, that's great. I was just gonna ask, like, well, how do I find out if he doesn't read the book? How do I know? Or how do I get him to know? So I'm glad to know there's a quiz. I love quizzes. That's good. And I do have to note as well,
0: there's also a kid's version. So you can understand your child's
1: love language as well. Interesting. Is that just for children, children or adult children too? Both. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Awesome. We'll have to check that out. And and guys, also recently, we've been putting so many links and resources on all of our different episode pages that we decided to put them all in one place. So the other thing you can do, be, if you can't remember which episode you're listening to, even though we try to number them correctly, um, we have a resources page now and it'll just kind of break things down by like websites, podcasts, books, things like that. So um, you can find it that way too. That's great. Okay. Well, thank you. Now I'm now I'm uh, I'm excited to really dig into this book and take this quiz. I appreciate you sharing all of this with us, Sarah. Of course, it's always my pleasure. So that's it for now, guys. And the next time we speak with you, we'll be talking a little bit more about language, but a little bit differently. Bye for now.